Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, September 18th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, the St. Louis region is once again embarking on a city-county merger debate with the formation of what is known as the Board of Freeholders. But not everyone is excited about the impending discussion. This would not be my favorite time to establish a Board of Freeholders. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explores the road ahead for a board tasked with exploring regional collaboration and consolidation. First, the news. State Senator John Rizzo says it is unlikely the Missouri General Assembly will pass stricter background checks for gun owners. But, as St. Louis Public Radio's Julie O'Donohue reports, the Democrat expects restrictions to be put directly in front of voters eventually. When Democrats can't get their proposals through the Missouri State House, they often end up as ballot initiatives. Rizzo says there's no reason to think gun restrictions will be any different over the next few years. The background check thing is going to be something that is very similar to medical marijuana, very similar to uh, Medicaid expansion. At some point, somebody outside of Missouri will put a bunch of money together, they will put it on the ballot, and it will pass. The Democrat from Independence says it's frustrating Missouri voters have been willing to support Democratic ideas at the ballot box, but won't vote for the party's candidates. I'm Julie O'Donohue, St. Louis Public Radio. And you can hear the full interview with Rizzo on our Politically Speaking podcast, which is up on the website stlpublicradio.org. St. Louis County is resurrecting a long, dormant crime commission in part to cope with gun violence. The nine-person board will include the county's executive, prosecutor, and police chief. County Executive Sam Page announced the formation yesterday. The commission's first meeting will take place tomorrow. The head of the NAACP in the city of St. Louis says former St. Louis County Executive Steve Stinker may have broken federal law around minority contracting. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports, a letter from the county council to federal prosecutors prompted the civil rights organization to seek an investigation. The council's letter accused Stanger of appointing individuals who were hostile to making sure that minority and women-owned businesses got a fair shake at applying for county contracts. Adolphus Pruitt says that statement shook him to his core. He says the NAACP focused on contracts involving federal money. It found that Stager would inflate the costs to make it look like companies were getting a larger share of the work and delayed closing dates so preferred companies could get their bids in. Any effort to not adhere to the federal executive order as relates to contracting is criminal. Pruitt wants the FBI to investigate. The Bureau would not confirm or deny if it had received his request. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Former St. Louis Cardinals manager Whitey Herzog is recovering from a minor stroke. The Hall of Famer fell ill Monday during his charity golf tournament. The Cardinals say Herzog is doing well and is resting. He managed the team to three National League titles and one World Series championship. Herzog was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 2010. You can subscribe, rate, and review this daily effort wherever you get your podcasts. The region is again launching a discussion on whether to merge St. Louis 
and St. Louis County. It's an alternative of sorts to a failed ballot measure that sought to have statewide voters decide on the fate of the region's governance. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explores the opportunities and challenges ahead for what is known as the Board of Freeholders. Ben DeClue wants to be invited to a very exclusive club. He's one of roughly 100 city residents trying to get on what's known as the Board of Freeholders, a 19-person body that could give local voters a chance to decide St. Louis and St. Louis County's future. St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen and St. Louis County Executive Sam Page will appoint nine people apiece, with Governor Mike Parson picking the final member. DeClue is angling to be part of a robust, decades-long debate on whether St. Louis and St. Louis County should remain separated. I think everybody's interested in in a discussion. Um, I think the important thing now is to define, well, look, what are the problems we're actually trying to solve? And then from there, what are some possible solutions that we think um, the public would be interested in, in taking a stab at? The Missouri Constitution empowers the Board of Freeholders to take a year to present an array of options to local voters. Board members could ask residents to combine certain services, which occurred in the 1950s with the Metropolitan Sewer District. The board could also present a plan to somehow combine St. Louis and St. Louis County, or it could offer up nothing. Pat Kelly is the executive director of the Municipal League of Metro St. Louis, which helped gather the necessary signatures to trigger the freeholders process. He says he expects vigorous debate over whether to make St. Louis a municipality within St. Louis County, similar to, say, Moline Acres or Florissant. The two questions that people seemed to ask me the most were, why isn't St. Louis part of St. Louis County? And the second one is, why should it be part of St. Louis County? And so I think we need to answer those questions and, and then uh, see if that's a viable uh, step to the future for St. Louis. The formation of the freeholders comes after Better Together a scuttled plan that would have created a metro city encompassing St. Louis and St. Louis County. That proposal was shelved this year after a torrent of criticism, including that the proposal was put to statewide voters as opposed to just city and county residents. St. Louis County Councilwoman Lisa Clancy says the freeholders process presents the opportunity for what she calls deep engagement and potentially greater buy-in from city and county residents. I do feel like, you know, even even when I'm out in my community and in my district, people do care about collaboration. They're concerned about the silos that we tend to operate in, and they see how that impacts um, even quality of life for all of us. Few people would argue that the board has an easy task. St. Louis County is still reeling from the political demise of former St. Louis County Executive Steve Stenger, who originally was the powerful Metro mayor under the Better Together plan. Krusen contends that the close proximity between Stenger's downfall and the freeholders' process is troubling. This would not be my favorite time to establish a board of freeholders. Every day there's a lot of chaos still caused by the difficulties surrounding the Stenger administration. And you almost can't pick up the paper or listen to the radio any day and not hear something about that. Money is another issue. If St. Louis becomes part of St. Louis County, county government may have to take over key services like roads and public health. County Councilman Mark Harder says the answers to those financial questions could make or break any merger proposal. Nobody wants to talk about that. They just want to talk about we need to come together. We need to merge our stats. We need to, you know, have a kumbaya moment. And that's great. But there's a lot of things that have to be done. The day-to-day operations of government still have to be Performed. Then there's St. Louis's stark racial divide. 
Better Together faced almost universal disapproval from city and county African-American leaders because it would have created a majority white voting jurisdiction for key executive offices. A plan to have the city join the county as a municipality would likely eliminate a slew of citywide offices that are currently held by African-Americans. St. Louis Recorder of Deeds Michael Butler says any plan that doesn't have buy-in from black political leaders and black voters is dead on arrival. As long as the result of anything that occurs in the Board of Freeholders results in African-Americans having places of power, you'll see more African-Americans be on board with it. If the result of the Board of Freeholders is that African-Americans do not have important political positions, you'll clearly see uh, a backlash. The Board of Freeholders will likely begin meeting later this year at St. Louis City Hall. And what happens after they convene will showcase whether this effort to end the so-called great divorce is a breakthrough or one big waste of time. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Holly Edgel edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. You can find me on Twitter at Wayne Radio. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.